Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that the average woman wears a garment on an average seven times before she throws it out? Currently, the fashion industry is the world's second largest polluter right behind the oil industry. Our guest today is the award-winning creative businesswoman. She's the CEO and chief storyteller of a growing regional retail SME, Retold. The company focuses on female fashion, which she gives clothes a second chance of happiness. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Sean Rowlands. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. About your name, where where is it from? <laughs> it's a very unique name and very unique spelling. Yeah, it certainly is. I, I'm kind of quite used to the confusion that people have over my name. So it's a Welsh name, uh, pronounced Sian, but spelt S-I-A-N. I often get people confused about how to pronounce it or how to write it. So I'm quite used to any versions of that. So Sean, guys, crazy birds, if you ever go come down to Retold, you can check her out. So how did your journey start? Um, well, I actually started the journey in 2011. And it started because I kind of had the realization I was a bit of a shopaholic. I worked out one day that um, I was broke and couldn't make rent. So I needed to rent out my spare room. But in order to do so I had to clear out the wardrobe and while I was going through everything I, I kind of um, put together about four or five packing boxes full of clothes and I was fairly horrified with <laughs> you know with all with, with all these boxes sitting in the corner of the apartment and I went back through them and I I calculated how much money I'd spent on these clothes especially the ones that had their tags still on them because I'd never worn them and I was pretty horrified so I it was actually a, a real sort of stark realization that I had a bit of a shopping problem <laughs> I looked at how I would be able to sell these pieces in Dubai and and uh, there just wasn't the avenue to sell it. Most of the pieces were high street. Um, there was some high end pieces in there, but on the most part, it was it was high street. And there just wasn't there wasn't the opportunity to sell it back then. So I threw a bit of a party with my sisters and some friends, and we kind of did it like a bit of a swap party. And that snowballed from there. We had so many people interested outside our our network of friends. There was a load of women interested saying, oh my God, I'm in the same situation. I have all of these clothes I want to sell. What do I do with them? Um, and the business started from there. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, because I think, you know, you don't realize how many things you actually purchase because they're on sale or because you just need that fifth floral dress. And Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, the fifth floral dress looks exactly the same as the fourth one. Um, the problem at the moment is high street fashion really is pushing consumerism. They have 52 seasons every single year now. So gone are the days of four seasons, you know, spring, summer and autumn, winter. We actually have 52 seasons in the fashion 
fashion industry, the fast fashion Jeez. industry now. So every single week, m most high street fashion brands are putting new products on the shelves. We get suckered into buying them. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I love fashion, I love shopping, <laughs> I love buying new clothes. But at the same time, we are in a city where so many women buy new clothes and they never wear them. So when it comes to clearing out their wardrobes, why not buy new clothes from someone who's already bought them first? Exactly. And obviously that way you'll save also a lot of money Absolutely. as well. That is such a bargain. So you founded Retold almost a year ago, but you started out, you you know, a few years selling your clothes with friends. What what drove you to open it up finally, like a store? Well, in 2011, um, I started the, the sort of the basic concept of the business, if you like. We were trading under the name My Ex Wardrobe and we would host monthly pop-up shops. Um, so I would go into a bar or restaurant and turn it into a shop for the day. So a mini version of what you see at Retold. And it would be kind of a ladies night. Women would come down, enjoy a couple of drinks while they shop, get their nails done. And it was really popular. A lot of people were asking, where can I see the clothes between events? How do I buy more? Like, what do I do to be involved with this? Um, and then I actually went to Everest Base Camp in May 2017 as a bit of a, a challenge to myself. Uh, when I got back from that, I was invited to enter a business competition um, and there was some prize money up for, up for grabs. So there was, I think, about 150 different SME businesses or, and concepts that, that entered. Um, and after being shortlisted and pitching to the panel of judges, I found out I'd won, which was amazing. Wow. Um, and it really did give me the opportunity to open the doors to the, to the store. So a lot of what I did from then was really refine the business model, what we were looking to do, how we could kind of grow in size to fill this 3,000 square foot boutique. And one of the things I really wanted to do was explain to our, our followers and our customers um, that it was the next chapter in our story. Um, okay. So not only is it the next chapter in the clothes that we sell, mm -hmm. but it's the next chapter for, for my ex-wardrobe and therefore retold. So that's why we did the name change. And it's a little bit about bringing that whole idea of retelling the story in. Yeah. So the clothes are the ones telling the story. Okay. And by shopping with us, you're retelling that story. So that's where the, the name comes in as well. So when you walk into the store, you see all of the color-coded clothing as well as some very well-known brands and very high-end brands. What is the process for people actually purchasing as well as selling products here? Yeah, fantastic question. Um, so we stop everything from high street all the way through to designer. You'll find Zara next to Prada. Um, we want to focus on featuring it all. High street is the main issue, but at the same time, we know a lot of our clientele, a lot of our customers do aspire to have some high-end products in their wardrobe. I just mentioned to you when we walked in, I saw a, a gorgeous mulberry bag that I had my eye on that I hadn't spotted before. Um, so we're all a little sucker for those those beautiful, really quality investment pieces. In terms of selling with us, we've tried to make it as simple as possible, both for our customers and for ourselves. First thing to do is register your interest with us. Let mm -hmm. us know that you have an overbuilt wardrobe <laughs> that you need to declutter and simply send us an email. You can email us on info at shopretold.com. And then we'll send you all the information about selling. So what we actually do is we sell on consignment. A lot of people in the Western world will know what that means, yeah. but we are educating people here as what that means. Everything in the store still belongs to my clients. Okay. So 
you get your profits once the item is sold, basically. Um, so it's pretty simple. You bring your pieces in. Once you've registered with us, we go through, we pick out what we will, you know, what does and doesn't sell. We'll help you pick the price. And then we get on and do our job, which is sell, sell, sell. In so. terms of buying, even easier. Come into the store. <laughs> browse, enjoy coffee, bring your girlfriends down, have a shopping day, give some pieces, some some new homes. That sounds really interesting. I've been like trying to declutter my wardrobe. Yeah, we're waiting to see what you've got. <laughs> well, what number one is my wedding dress because <gasps> that has been in the cupboard for, well, literally five years. I'm yep. celebrating my fifth wedding anniversary this month, actually. So um, yeah, so definitely that is going to come because, you know, you think you're going to wear but then five years go by and really what it's not like I'm gonna get married now again I hope not yeah. let's see <laughs> uh, no it's wedding dresses is really interesting um, actually we have a lot of ladies who are just not not interested they, they have so much sentimental attachment to it and I understand that for sure and there are the ladies who are a lot more practical and like yourself they say you know what it served its purpose it is I'm paying to store it at the moment mm. I'm not gonna be getting married again I want to see it have a new home. The upside of buying pre-owned is you get to spend the rest of the money that you would have otherwise spent on a new dress on the rest of your special day. So yeah, and I think it also gives my dress like a second life exactly. to like make someone else's Continue its story. Exactly. It was made to be worn and look beautiful and, you know, make people feel special and happy. And, yeah, and let's continue that journey. Yes, for sure. You wrote a great blog post about a capsule wardrobe with a checklist of 44 items that would allow you to create your capsule wardrobe with a wide variety of different looks and I will be sure to link that up for you crazy birds would you mind telling our crazy birds exactly what is a capsule wardrobe and how would one start to create their own capsule wardrobe yeah great so a capsule wardrobe is uh, is really about loving every single item in your wardrobe we're all in the habit of having pieces that whilst we love it we don't love it enough to wear it so the idea of a capture wardrobe is all pieces are so versatile that they mix and match with everything else. You keep the number of items small, but the items are quality pieces. They're pieces that fit you. They're pieces that you love wearing, that you feel great wearing. And you can mix and match them with all the other pieces in your wardrobe. So for example, a, a staple white blouse, a staple white shirt can be worn over a dress to give it a different look than if it's tucked in with a pair of classic jeans or with a leather mini skirt or you know, with a whole variety of different pieces. So the idea is it's a really versatile wardrobe. And also like 44 pieces, when you hear 44, it sounds like a lot, but it actually it's not. Well, on, <laughs> on the contrary, I mean, it sounds like actually quite a little to most people because most people, once they've done a wardrobe edit, they realize they have over 150 pieces wow. across everything in their wardrobe. When I was doing all the research for the capsule wardrobe, there are actually incredible women out there who are living fulfilled, happy, fashionable, stylish lives with something like 14 pieces in their wardrobe. Wow. So when I put yeah. down the 44, I was like, actually, that sounds like quite a lot in comparison. <laughs> but we all have to start somewhere. We do live in a, in a country that doesn't quite have the same seasons that other places do. So we do tend to have sort of the winter season, which, hallelujah, we're coming into. Yes, and finally. summer season. Um, but we also all live inside air-conditioned buildings. So yeah. even if you're in the winter, you go into your office and the AC is set up 21 degrees, despite 
protestation and we'll get onto that in terms of the sustainability of it but for me it's absolutely bonkers but you do have to think that if you work in an office space you have to maybe take a jumper or a cardigan or a blazer with you so you still have to have that versatility in your wardrobe to be you know warm enough when you go outside or cold enough when you come inside yeah because one of our um next guests that we're actually having on the podcast that's Bea Johnson and she has only 15 items and from that she can make 50 different looks and you know she says she doesn't have to even think twice when she travels because she doesn't have to worry what she's packing she packs it all so absolutely or you don't have to think when you wake up in the morning there's no oh does this actually look good together because it's a really well-planned wardrobe it you know it already works well together you don't have to worry it makes your morning routine so much more streamlined it makes your mental state a lot more streamlined it Actually, living with a capsule wardrobe does bring you so much more sort of clarity in yourself, more so than you'd actually think, considering it's just clothes. Yeah. I say in inverted commas. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say has been the overall feedback from people when they come and visit the store? Well, amazingly, it's been fantastic. I mean, you know, people who walk in the doors for the first time, they're like, wow, I didn't realize this even existed or wow, you wouldn't know that these items are secondhand. We get a lot of wows. We get a lot of like, oh, it's amazing, Um, which is fantastic. That's what we want. We want people to come down here and really experience something different for Dubai. We are trying to make sure this place stays like a very homely feel. You come in, what do you want to drink while you're browsing? Tea, coffee. You know, unfortunately, we can't offer anything else, but tea, coffee or a glass of water. (laughs) Filtered water, I may add. Um, so. Not from not from plastic. So yeah, we, we want to make it a real community community feel of people shopping smarter, coming down, spending their time and their money a lot wiser. And do you find that there's a lot of people that when they walk in here, this is obviously the first time they walk into like, a, I don't want to say secondhand, <laughs> I'll rather say pre-owned. pre-loved. Pre, well, we're using the term pre-owned at the moment because pre-loved implies that it has already has been worn. previously okay, worn. Exactly, whereas pre-owned is a little bit more like it's been bought before, but it's not necessarily been worn. Okay. About 25% of the products that we get through the doors still have their original tags. So they've been bought, but they've not been worn. So they are pre-owned. Okay. And so... do you know what? Secondhand, (laughs) you know, thrifting, pre-loved, whatever. As long as it's all part of the same community for us. Yeah. They first time actually shopping in a shop like this? It's fantastic when new people do come down. Um, We we do... we're, We're so lucky that we do have a real community of, you know, loyal customers. But every time new people come down, we are a destination store. So people tend to come down specifically to see us, whether they've heard about us through a friend, whether they've heard about us... Uh, through social media, whether they've heard about us on a podcast, that kind of thing. And so they do come down specifically to see us. So the really interesting thing is they are aware that they're walking into a secondhand pre-owned, pre-loved store. Um, And so that's quite interesting. We occasionally get people um, just passing, which is again, really interesting. And then we get to explain the concept to them as well, which is really nice. So we get that face-to-face interaction of this is actually secondhand, this was previously bought, but as you see, this is still has its tags on it. And then we get to convert new people. Yeah. So we get to educate and convert, you know, and, and get them onto the cause, which is fantastic. Yeah, because I feel, you know, just looking at some of these shoes and, you know, jackets and everything. So it's something that I would have normally gone out and purchased. But firstly, buying it here... I am getting a really good deal because I'm not paying what I would have in the store. Absolutely. And also I'm kind of giving these 
these clothing items a second chance. And if you consider like with the water footprint, just like a pair of jeans, that's like how many thousands of liters of water just to make one. Yep. So by purchasing secondhand, I feel- reducing its carbon footprint. It's, it's really reducing it. So yeah, well, it's amazing. It, it is, you know, it's fantastic because by buying secondhand, you're reducing the carbon footprint of the item itself. Um, you're feeding back into the economy because actually what you're doing is, is you're saving your hard-earned salary, your hard-earned money to spend smarter. So you yeah. spend that in a better lifestyle. What you do is you're, you're handing back to a community of people who are trying to do the same. So our sellers are trying to find ways to make sure that their hard-earned money is better spent across the economy. So you're actually helping the economy as well, yeah. you know, um, at, at a low level, but it's it's fantastic. And also we're reducing textile waste from landfills. So we're genuinely helping the environment, not just from the kind of the individual carbon footprint, but from the desire not to buy new. And that's one of the key things. So we're trying to help reduce the demand on buying new. So the more items you buy with us, the less you'll go down to the mall and buy new. And I also <laughs> feel a lot of the times, you know, like a lot of people won't necessarily be able to afford that Louboutins, but now they're you know, able to. They Abs can. Absolutely. I mean, we got this gorgeous little love letter from one of our customers last week who'd come down and she bought her first pair of Christian Louboutins. And she was so, so pleased. And she's such a sweetie. She wrote us this little love letter, letter being like, I'm so, so amazing. I'd never be able to afford some otherwise. And now I own a pair and it's always been, you know, an aspiration of mine. So it's amazing that we get to connect people with that quality luxury products that they they wouldn't be able to afford otherwise. I mean, one of the other benefits is you're, you're helping small businesses. You're helping grow a small business. So by buying from Retold, we get to grow as a business. We get to offer more products to more customers and you get to kind of stick it to the man as it were as well. <laughs> <laughs> but you also support small businesses as certainly well. Certainly do, certainly do. And, um, and I feel, you know, there's, there's a whole community that's being built and whether it is from people that either shop here or um, host events here. Ho yeah, we host do host events. events. So a lot of small businesses, small brands, they come to us to maybe host their own pop-up. We can provide them a bit of space to host their own pop-up. We provide um, space for community networking events, coffee mornings, maybe for new mums who have just moved to Dubai so they don't know anyone. We can provide the opportunity to come and meet offline and reconnect yeah. with humanity <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and then of course um stock up on some really <laughs> yeah. really awesome clothing what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around mama earth great question um well really interestingly i was actually brought up very much to be environmentally conscious my dad always was interested in alternative energy sources so whether it was solar panels whether it was we had a borehole in our back garden growing up here to kind of get uh, gray water to water the garden so we were always very aware that we needed to reduce our impact on the environment but really the last seven years has been the biggest part of the journey for me sort of discovering that I had this problem and then discovering what the impact of that problem was and then you know considering that if I have the problem other people in the world do and then you culminate it and then my mind starts to spiral into this crazy impact that we're having and I did a lot of research on you know the textile 
industry and the fashion industry and what effect that is having on the environment. And it started to break my heart. And I became slowly more aware of the effects of single-use plastic and what that has on the environment and what it's doing to our oceans. And, and I have really become, or I'm trying to become as much as I can, a voice for sustainable living. I refuse single-use plastic every single time I can. And I think probably that's my sort of championing message at the moment is refuse single-use plastic. So, you know, if I'm out socializing with friends, it's as simple as refusing a straw in my drink. And actually, there's a lot of venues now that will say, oh no, we, we only do paper straws. Do you know what? Keep the paper straw. Yeah. I'm quite happy to sip out of the cup in which it was designed to be <laughs> sipped out of. I mean, it's crazy. You know, as a society, we've really become very, very dependent and addicted mm. to this kind of what we call convenience things, like water out of a plastic single-use bottle. It, it just, it's crazy. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, especially with water, I don't don't think a lot of people's educated around you know the effects that those plastic water bottles have you can't be guaranteed how the water transport to stored. your house yeah. and how it's been stored that is a hot country it yeah. sits outside on the truck for so, hours and hours in the sun um, exactly. getting warmer and warmer and releasing all those fabulous bpas into the water <laughs> yeah and then we you know people would still say that no it's cleaner to drink bottled water than the tap water yes in some countries i do believe you know that is the case but I feel if you're in a country where it's as easy as just to pop on a filter on your tap and you can have tap water. I've been living in the UAE for 28 years and for pretty much 25 of those I've been drinking tap water. You so still look fine. I'm, st I'm still walking around <laughs> you know a-okay I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah no that's wonderful I um and that's that's one of the great things if people can just start refusing and a lot of the times I hear people say yeah like you know when you refuse this whole straw with the straw movements that's going on but I feel it's a start so you know when you start refusing that straw the next one might be a plastic bag then it might be a plastic bottle so it just continues as it you continues. educate yourself Absolutely. on this it's been really lovely actually I um since I started my no thanks to the straw um conversation at first a few friends would you know tease me a little bit if we were out and about it's like oh I'm turning into a bit of an eco warrior and recently I noticed I was out with the same friends and they'd ordered a couple of drinks and both of them they're both both guys um sort of said oh no no straw thanks and I kind of did this like little dance to myself like yeah <laughs> they're finally listening because they're starting now to refuse single-use plastic you know I go down to the supermarket and you know I'm buying one or two pieces now I have my reusable bag with me obviously and you know the, the very helpful little guy at the end of the cashier will pull, go to pull out a plastic bag and bag up my two items which I could easily carry in my own two hands and I'll be like no 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 thank you and a lot of them say oh I'm trying to save the planet that's great well done and I say yeah yeah but you're the one who needs to tell customers you're the yeah. one who needs to educate customers and they all get really excited about it because they see what I'm trying to do they hear it they see what they want to be doing as well but it's giving them the voice to do it exactly no I totally agree with that that's amazing so now we are going to move into our final five yep so it's just five short questions yep. that I ask every single guest. What is one social media account that you follow? Uh, interesting question. Um, over the last seven years, I've actually gone through a bit of a detox in all aspects of my life. Obviously, the one being shopping, um, but another one being in social media. I tend not to use it a lot. I don't really follow accounts that aren't my friends, uh, you know, personally. 
Um, however, I do have an inherent interest in sustainability. And funnily enough, you actually featured one of the accounts that I, one of the few accounts that I do follow. You featured her in one of your podcasts recently, um, Catherine Kellogg oh, for, from, from Going Zero Waste. Uh, oh, awesome. I really find her quite inspiring. Yeah, yes, yeah, she's indeed. She's very inspiring, and, and all I the loved stuff listening she does. to her on your podcast. That was great, <laughs> and I love to be next to her on the whole like. Oh, featured on your amazing. podcast thing. Yeah, um, she's she's got the single or the Lonely Banana song, which she actually yeah. sings. So if you guys haven't listened to that on her YouTube channel or Instagram, I highly recommend it because it made me think every time I go to the store, I'm like, where's the bananas? I need to rescue them, <laughs> like the single bananas, because otherwise it just gets thrown out. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just, it's crazy though. It's crazy. Things like this, it just <laughs> boggles my mind. What is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? Um, oh gosh, uh, you know, I just hope that society wakes up to maybe and starts to deal with our addiction to single-use plastic. I think for me that would be one of the first things to tackle because I, I feel it would have a much bigger effect on, on society, yeah. Okay. What advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? <gasps> refuse single-use plastic take your own reusable water bottle uh, take your own reusable bag to the shops say no to single-use plastic straws we're actually coming up to halloween and that is one of the biggest um mm. holidays i'll say in inverted commas that you know is just so dependent on single-use plastic decorations and everything just say no to it. Don't you don't need to. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? Oh gosh, there's so many. Um, I guess for me, I try and make it relevant to what I'm currently doing. So one of the facts that I came across recently that is just incredible, and I'm just going to refer to my notes when I read these figures out because they're pretty astronomical. Um, so 150 billion items of clothing end up in landfills every single year, which equates to 410 million items every single day which is the equivalent of 17 million each hour. So that's 284,700 every single minute, which equals 4,757 every single second. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. It's in, and, and you think, how? How does that happen? How have, wow. we, how have we gotten here? I think that would definitely shock me when, I'd hope so. yeah. when, <laughs> when we're hanging out and I'm purchasing all of these like yeah. clothing, you know. So where can people find you? Um, well, if you want to find us online, you can find us at Shop Retold. So our website is shopretold.com. Our Instagram, our Facebook, we're all at, at Shop Retold. Um, if you want to come down and see this gorgeous 3,000 square foot boutique filled with gorgeous, gorgeous pre-owned clothes. Um, you can find us on Umsikim Road. So we're in a gorgeous little courtyard called 9394 Avenues. So we're just two doors before Marina Furniture, the new, the big Marina Furniture. And we're a couple of doors down from All Star Football, which is which is quite visible on Umsikim Road. Oh, awesome. And um, people can check also your daily Insta stories Absolutely. for all the new goodies. Yeah, so we, we, we post a whole bunch of um, the kind of the new in and the, the our favorite little outfits that we post them onto Insta stories every single day. And you can actually reserve um, those pieces as well and then come and collect them in store. Oh, sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for all the amazing work that you are doing here. And I'm definitely going to... Um, 
see more of you. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, inviting to be, me to be part of your podcast. I love what you're doing. You're most welcome. Thank you so much. So yeah, Crazy Birds, come down to Retold and hope you all have a wonderful day. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.